can you really be trusted as a child care provider? How do you know? How do you know that you are trustworthy? And more importantly, how can you make sure that families, so moms and dads that are seeking child care, how can you make sure that they think that you're trustworthy? Because here's the, here, here is the fact, friend, that it does not matter what you think about your services and your skills and your abilities. If that mom and dad that's seeking childcare, if they don't think that you can be trusted or you're not professional enough or you don't have enough skills to, to be able to have their child in your program, they will not enroll their child in your program. So the fact remains that you have to make sure that you are showing up every single day in a way that ensures ensures that you are someone that can be trusted as a child care provider. So in this episode, we're going to focus on a few areas um, that you can make sure you do that. And if you're not doing what I'm going to mention today, then here is your wake up call to stop what you're doing and to start implementing these things that we're going to discuss. So the first thing I want to mention is that as a business owner, I'm pretty sure you have a Facebook account for yourself, but also for your business, as well as an Instagram account. And the first thing that I see when I am doing audits, for example, for clients, or when I when inside the marketing membership, when I am training on how to make sure you're showing up as a professional, is I want you to look at your social media platforms. So your personal page, but also your business pages, okay? And I want you to go back a few posts, maybe 10, 15 recent posts, and I want you to look through the content that you're posting. And why I'm saying this is that a lot of the time we post, let's say, you know, enrolling now and things I got on our business page. But when it comes to our personal account, we're posting weird things, things that are um, very detrimental to the growth of our business, um, whether it's a political view or it's something that is has like a shock factor to it, whether it's something that looks spammy, like sales going on or something negative or depressing. We have to be careful, okay? We do not want to be using Facebook and Instagram portraying one image, and then when someone finds us, because they can definitely see who the admin is of the page, so they can actually come and find your personal page. You don't want when they come on your page to, to, to seem like you're a completely different person, like you're like some kind of a lunatic, okay? So my best advice is make sure that when you are posting on your platforms that you are showing up in a consistent, professional way, always engaging, interacting, attracting new new business owners, new families, new followers to to become aware of your business, but also to follow and to and, and, and to comment under your posts. Okay. So if if you really are someone that wants to have a Facebook personal account to be connecting with friends or to be posting all sorts of crazy things, you can, but do yourself a favor and create a separate account for that. Because when it comes to your business, what you post and yes, even on your own page 
it does matter. Facebook ha- actually has switched up the way we can actually have a personal page. So you can take your personal profile and switch it to a professional account. You can even start running ads to it and do more things now. So you're actually seen as a content creator or as a professional or a biz- as a business owner versus the, you know, the personal information that you were posting before. And this is a great thing that they did because before, before they did this, you were not allowed to actually uh, advertise on your personal page. But now you can. So use that to your advantage. Every time you're posting content on your business page, share it on your personal page. Ask your friends and family members to share your content so that you can grow your online reach, right? Taking one post and sprinkling it everywhere. So Facebook, Instagram, in your stories, but also on your personal page, okay? So that's the first thing that I strongly encourage you to do. Every time you're posting, before you click on that upload button, think, why am I sharing this? Is this going to increase that trust factor if someone new reads this? Or is this going to turn someone away from my center? And if it's the latter, then just don't publish it. Just keep it professional, okay? The second tip that I want to share with you today is that there is nothing better or faster that will definitely help you with your trust factor and for you to to, to increase that confidence within your local audience, right? Moms and dads in your community, than sharing reviews and testimonials. This is so powerful, you guys. And I don't think that, well, I know most providers are not actively collecting reviews and testimonials. And you don't have to wait for a child to leave your center or your program in order to ask for a review and testimonial. That's what people think. They think, oh, once they're gone, I'll ask for a review. No, you don't want that. You want to always actively be seeking that review, that star rating, that testimonial. You always want to actively be asking for it. Number one, that really tells you how you're doing as a business owner, right? If you're providing excellent quality care or not. But number two, it's growing your testimonial folder, if you will. I'll call it a testimonial folder. So you know you have all these testimonials stored in a file on your phone or on your uh, on your iPad or wherever you're storing it so that you can go in and take reviews and testimonials and share them on your platforms, share them on your website, share them on Google My Business, uh, post them on Yelp. Like you have so many options and so many ways you can spread your testimonials. So make sure that you're all actively always, 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 always asking past clients, but also the current clients about their experience in your program. Okay. This is really important. You can do this every six months. Um, and email everyone out a Google form. Um, if you don't want to do it on a computer, you can just type something up on, uh, write something up on a paper or type it up on a Word document, whatever that is, just make sure that you're getting the habit of asking for that feedback. Because again, it's going to tell you how you're doing, but it's actually going to help you with your, your trust factor, with you seeming like you know what you're doing with you and, you know, actually portraying or positioning yourself as the professional right? And the last way to really be seen as a professional um, and not as someone that cannot be trusted is you really have to take on that mindset of I'm a, I am a an expert in this field. And before you think to yourself, well, I'm just a mom. I've got a few kids at home. I just want to watch some kids and I'm not a professional or I'm not an expert. Stop right there. Stop right there. Yes, you 
are. You are at least ten steps. You are at least ten steps in front of the other person that's trying to figure it out. Okay, at least. So if you are ahead of someone at least ten steps, then that makes you someone that yes, they they have a little bit more experience. You know what you're doing, and you are there to share. You're here to share your experience with them, okay? So when you're putting your program together, when you're sharing, when you're posting on social media and you're sharing about your curriculum, don't just put pictures of kids and the kids are drawing. You want to be able to explain to the parents why this is important. What type of changes or what types of benefits are their kids experiencing? When you're creating content, why not offer a Tip Tuesday, type of content every single week. Why not offer your two cents when it comes to things that you know moms and dads are struggling with? How to get the kids to bed early, how to get them more autonomous, how to get them to eat greens, whatever that is. I am sure that if you're in this field, you probably have a few tricks up your sleeve. So leverage that experience, right? Regardless if you went to school or not um, in early childhood education, you need to be able to position yourself as someone that can be trusted. So what you post matters, how you say it matters, the type of content matters, um, sharing reviews and social proof really matters, but also that mindset behind, yes, I am 10 steps ahead of you. So let me show you what I've learned and what's worked in the past. And I promise you that no one in your community is ever going to see you as a babysitter. So let me know what your thoughts are um, about this episode. If you are listening right now and you're struggling with your marketing, you need someone to kind of hold your hand and guide you through social media marketing, you have no idea what to post, how to put graphics together, and you feel stuck and you need help, but you don't have a huge marketing budget, make sure you try out the Childcare Business Hub. It is a social media marketing membership that I put together in 2023 that is actually going to help you reach more local families organically. And we also offer support and marketing training as well, because that is my jam. So um, you can try it out for free for five days. The links are in the show notes. Make sure you hop on over and claim your free trial. I hope that this episode blesses you, my friend, and I will see you in just a few days. Bye for now.